You're listening to the Gen Zen Broadcasting System. You're listening to 40 Something Podcast, Valley in the Vig. Now, here are your hosts, Silicon Steve Valley and the Vig. Something podcast, and we are back, and we are going to continue our conversation with Kyle Capone, and we're talking police brutality, we're talking police murdering people, and getting away with it, and we're going to continue that with three major issues that happened recently against minority people, minorities who were attended to be detained by the police officers and were either shot, who were shot and killed. Meaning that people don't have their son, people don't have their daughter, or people don't have their father, people don't have their brother. And then, of course, the black serviceman, which which we already got into last week, who was maced and treated with complete disrespect from a scumbag police officer named Joe Cateres in Virginia. So we're going to pick up our conversation with Kyle Capone right now, and we're talking about... Dante Wright, and who was killed by a 26-year-old police officer who claims she thought she had a taser. And either she is the dumbest motherfucker on the face of the planet, or she didn't have the emotional wherewithal to be a police officer in the first place. And she's a failure. So let's get into what I believe is a lie, and Kyle, with Dante Wright and the rest of this week's version of Killing in the name of by the police. You're trained to know what these weapons are. Then you have, I don't know who he was, the commissioner or whatever, the captain come out and say, you guys put these things on different sides of your body for training purposes so that you do not make this mistake. One on the left, one on the right. Yep. So that's another point. That's like, explain to me how you made that mistake. Thirdly, they say, oh, well, her reaction shows that it was an accident because she, oh my God, I shot him. If I say, oh shit, I shot him, makes it sound like I gave a fuck. But if I say, I shot that motherfucker, let you know that I don't. I can be trained to say either one. So I just feel like at this point, police are being trained and they, and like, I feel like they will be. They'll be trained how to act after you shoot someone. Because you have this camera on your chest. And it only takes keywords. You don't really have to show emotion because I can't see your face. You only have to say certain things to make it seem like it was an accident. Yep. And that's how I feel like all she did. Oh shit, I shot him. With a smile on her face. Because there's no way that you're gonna tell me that you didn't know that this was a gun. And which is interesting, though, because I did, I actually, before I saw the video and just heard the audio, I'm thinking, that's plausible. Because I'm thinking, she just undid it and then shot. Like, she didn't have time, no reaction. Then I see the video, and I'm with you, and then you, you can tell me your opinion. I'm with you. That holds zero water. She held it in her hand for moments, pointing right in front of her. The body can't saw it was a gun, and how could she didn't? Um, and what I think all three of these cases have in common is that there has been lies and cover-ups attempted on every spot. 
And that's probably, to be honest with you, that goes to the core. And it's proof in the actual pudding there is that societal, that, that, in, that racial injustice and, and cops getting away. Because guess what, folks? This shit's been happening for hundreds of years. We're only finding out about it and seeing the videos now. But and, that, and yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. We're only seeing the videos now. It's just police brutality didn't just start within the last five to ten years. Like it's just that we're starting to see the video of it for the next for now within these last few years. But you just got to know and understand. Like police were never intended to protect me in any way, shape, form, or fashion. They weren't meant to protect the Spanish person in any way, shape, form. It's just, it's in, it's the inherent nature of police. They're only here. And that's why white people can have the confrontations and still live to talk about it. That's why they can fight with police and still walk off and draw guns and not get killed and have the opportunity to put their gun down. And Because the police are here to protect white people. When they, that's what they've always been here for. So you have to, people keep, defunding the police is great. And that's how I believe they need less funding. But you have to restructure the entire law system to make anything right. And the easy, the first thing you do is stop letting these motherfuckers pull people over for any fucking thing. If it's not a fucking crime, leave people to fuck alone. I don't give a fuck if my taillights busted. The fuck you pull like, so the fuck what? Stop giving them the ability to have that power to do what they want, when they want, to whoever they want. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you like, until then, like, and it, but like I say, you can't, defunding the police means nothing if you still have the same structure and systematic bullshit put in place. You have to gut everything, like, because this shit is, like, and it's getting out of hand. Like, it's getting out of hand. It's like every, what, once a week now. I think, you know, I really feel, I feel like a lot of this is just, it's starting to, well, fuck them, it's just, like, we have, like, this, uh, this this melting down, this, like, a this melting meltdown that's going on in this country now. We've been in this pandemic for over a year. It's been, it's been a, a type of pandemic that has really brought out the worst of us as far as race. And now it's all just start. Now it doesn't matter. Like it, I feel like if, it, if there's any type of shooting at all, it's going to get reported. And, you know, we're just, we're just, we're all just kind of falling apart here. Oh, well, dude, well, good, good news, Kyle, good news. We we're all going to get inoculated and then these cop shootings won't happen anymore. Good shit. No, we've been, we've been desensitized. Yeah, for sure. That's all. I remember, remember last I said last time we're fucked. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're fucked. But there, it's it's to desensitize you, to desensitize us as human beings to death, to seeing people getting shot, to hearing about people getting shot, to seeing police getting shot. Like, if you notice, there's not as much of an uproar right now for the in these three things in total as there was for George Floyd as there was previous Breonna Taylor. Like, there's not as much of an uproar because it's getting to the point where it's like, damn, again? Well, I would say this. Again? I would challenge that. The reason I challenge you with that is because they didn't arrest that motherfucker. 
He was walking around the street a free man for days until Minnesota was burnt to the ground. And then they arrested him. Right. This time, all the officers, when the videos came out, but what my problem is, is that I'm not saying this is better or worse, but I'm saying it seems like the officers, despite the fact they're lying, as soon as the videos came to light, all the officers are, you know, are getting arrested and they're getting fired or resignation. So it was a little different this time, which might be part of the case. I think they're the respective police departments are handling it better than they did last year. So that might be one of the reasons. I don't think it's desensitization. I don't know if I agree if it's desensitization. And I, I and I call that damage control. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I call that learning from your mistakes. Yeah. Don't let them sit out there that long. Book them. That saves, that saves us from the riot, but that doesn't stop it from happening. Exactly. That does nothing from, like, yes, you move away from the, What's going on? He said, oh, we arrested him. But the boy trying to get away was 10 miles from George Floyd case. It's in the same area. So that hasn't changed anything. Like, George Floyd hasn't changed anything within the area. That's you know right. what I mean? The cops are still reacting and acting the same. This little boy in Chicago arresting these, that doesn't change the fact that and there'll be another one next week. Yeah. That's, I you know, that's there'll fair. They're gonna be they, so yeah. It's smart. That saves us a lot of money. You know what? If I if I was a millionaire, I block that motherfucker up. I'm gonna bail him out. But hey, I don't want them destroying this shit and fucking this shit up right now. So I got you though. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's just damage control. So the it's so smart. the cops have the cops have evolved of getting away with it a little bit easier without the riots. All right. They're, they're learning. You're learning how to deal with the shit. Okay. This is the steps that we need to take when these things occur. So that we don't have to deal with it. Because now we see, now we see that they just not gonna let it, people not just gonna let us do it and y'all get paid leave and a check. Like we can't do that no more. Like that we can't do. Y'all still gonna get a check, but we're gonna have to do it a little bit differently this this time. Like that's all it is to me. Now I'm not saying I'm not a, I'm not a hundred percent right, but from my perspective, that's that's all it is. Is you you learn from your mistakes and you you build and you move forward. But the plan doesn't change because obviously if, if it's still happening, the plan hasn't changed. Just how we execute it. I just you know I feel I feel like I well, I really wanted to ask both both of you what, where you feel that this trial in Minneapolis is going to go as as the jury is now deliberating. The governor of Minnesota has declared a state of emergency in seven counties and has asked for help from Ohio and Nebraska state troopers as far as where we could be where we could be headed the next 24 hours. So I don't know if you guys have watched. I mean, I watched the trial pretty extensive, and I think at one point it really could go on either way with what was being presented. And uh, I'd like to say that he's going to be he's going to be found guilty, but I. I don't know now. I don't really I mean like they brought up they were really pushing the health thing and all this other stuff. So where do you feel where, where do you each feel like this this is going to go? Cuz I I feel like I'm like hung up on this. And they actually they actually the defense asked for a mistrial because he felt that due to the media attention that has been going on over the last couple of weeks, he doesn't feel that automatically he doesn't have 
this Derek Chauvin guy does not have a, f- a fair trial. <laughs> if this motherfucker gets off, and I'm going to say this right now, Minnesota is going to have some bad, the worst days they've ever had, and they would deserve it. I agree with that. Yeah. I, I, I agree. A lot of cities will have the worst day that they will ever have. Well, no, not the worst day that they've ever had. Minnesota will probably have the worst day that it's ever had. Yeah. But yeah. I think if he gets I think if he gets off <laughs> it's kinda like shit, when they let Rodney King motherfuckers off. Yeah. That's it's right. That old I mean, it's it's kinda like you go back to that. But I'm on I'm I'm with you. I've I've paid attention and I've watched it. I feel like prosecution missed some key points. Yeah. That they could have brought up, that would have, you know, did better, did damage. I'm on the fence too. Like I'm like, I don't know how this to go, because I know trials, and it's like, all you need is one. You don't need all twelve. Yep. Yeah. You know, all you need is one. One sympathetic. And it's one, like one guy has a cop for a cousin or something. Right. One person who's pro police and police can do nothing wrong. And I mean, you have. Because there's no way you can say this man didn't do, didn't do this. Like there's no way you can say that. Yeah. But it's just I have no faith in American justice <laughs> system until you show me. So until they come back to say guilty, I'm gonna say he gonna walk. Like I I truly believe that he gonna walk. And we're going to have just, to burn this bitch down. Just the way they're reporting how uh, there's seven counties, the state of emergency as we speak, and they're calling in troopers from other states to help to assist in these next 12 hours. And the jury's, and the jury's in, the jury's sequestered now. They're in deliberating. So, oh, dude, they definitely... Yeah, yeah. not guilty. Not right. guilty verdict's coming, dude. And that's why they're preparing. No fucking doubt. Right, and that make me feel like they know they got they one. Like, they got they one in there. You know what I mean? Yep. We got one that we already had there, so we straight. We know what's up. I better put my Biden. I better put my Biden sign back on my shit and my Black Lives Matter sign back out, or I'll be all right. I'm mad. I'm mad. I missed the gun show, but (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna see. But I think I think it's gonna be bad if he walk. If he walk, it's gonna be bad. And I have to be a dick. But, but I mean, eh? Eh? It should be, right? Fuck else are you going to do? Uh, you can't kill a man up. like that in broad daylight in front of 50 people, in front of millions of people. Well, it's like it's like you were saying, you know, when if you paid attention to some of the defenses, they really were, I mean, they pushed us just like the placement of where the knee was and how long it was. And then what was in his system, his underlying health conditions, you know, the fact that he had passed a fake $20 bill, which, which the go, the one guy said, I wish I just would have never took the bill that would have just, then this never, you know, it was like that type of tone was being put over it. You know, all of a sudden it wasn't like, yeah, George Floyd, this was like, he was wrong. And like, let's just go push right through and find, find this guy guilty. And that's it. it. All of a sudden it was like, whoa, this is going to be like a trial. Like they're putting up this, they're putting up this other evidence now, you know? And now I felt like at the, at now in the end, I feel like, you know, these guys will go all night. It could have a, they could have a verdict in the morning or whatever. And, you know, yeah, I just think it's, it's going to be bad. 
And it's just like, part of me want to be like, yeah, they're going to they gonna do the right thing. And then the other part is just like, this is what they want. It's part of, it's part of the plan. Like, it's, I, it's part of the, the plan to create a civil unrest. Like, if this man get off, you don't understand, like, you don't understand the magnitude of what that says. You know what I mean? Of what that says to other police, what that says to me and people like me. And that's just basically saying, like, yo, we, it's a wrap. Like, we, there's nothing we can do besides fight. Yeah. That's it. Nothing else we can do. We can't plead. We can't beg for our mamas. We can't do none of that shit. Because honestly, like, I'm at the point now. If if I see something like that for, with that's going on with Joyce with George Floyd, like say I'm at the store and I see something like that, I'm going to jail with that man because I'm finna fight with you. Yeah. Then I'm not. I'm I'm finna get them up off of you. And that's that to me. That like that's what like fuck all that recording, fuck all them videos. Like somebody got it. We got to be to the point where we gonna do something. Because if he and if he get off. That's where a lot of people's head gonna go to where it's like, okay, we can't go to legal rights, legal system. They really gonna wake up to the legal system and got shit for us. And it's gonna be problems. It's gonna be more, it's, it's gonna be problems. Like, I don't even wanna speak on, I don't even wanna speak the things into to, into tuition. Like, I don't even wanna speak on the type of things that I think can start happening. Cause I, won't, I don't want them to happen. That energy, yeah, like, you don't wanna put that energy out there for sure. Bro. Yeah, I don't wanna put that energy out there. But it's like, that's a, and, and for me, even though I'm on one side of it, it's like, that's a terrifying thought. And I mean, to know, like, police can really get away with killing me. And my family can't do shit. They're going to get a check. That's it. But the check don't come. Everybody get the check. But it's like, police can really kill you. And all you, like, that's a wrap. All my kids don't get is a check. And it's like, if you let this man off on camera doing that, you really let that be known. Like, we still the same government that brought your family over here. I'm thinking here, you have to harken back to last year, right after George Floyd was killed and that video got dropped. That cop, Chauvin, was walking around like a free fucking man for days until Minnesota was burned to the ground and then he was arrested. And he spent less than 24 hours in jail. How? People never ask that question. And I always try to bring it to people's attention. Where is all this money coming from? Where are these police who have a basic salary? What police make 50,000, 55,000 a year? $18, $20 an hour, shit like that, with bonuses. Yeah, absolutely. So like, where is money coming from? Who's funding y'all? Well, it was probably the Fraternal Order of Police or these, you know, these groups that we've had since forever and all the, you know, that all basically go back to this like Freemasonry type shit. You know, these clubs that formed shortly after everything that's, you know, after Reconstruction and once the industrial revolution started and things like that, you know, everybody got, that, that's probably what it was. He just donated to his bond and got him out. Let's, let's, let's make yep. this, 
So like every yeah. every club has an initiation. Yeah. Every club has yeah. something that you have to do to show that you are a part of that club. Jesus Christ. And you will reap the benefits of being in that club. It's only happening to certain people. How can how can you not look at it like it's a benefit? You you've just reached a beneficial stage. Like, I'm not saying I want it to happen to anybody, white people, anything, but if it's only happening to black people, how can it not be looked at like that? And like I say, these people are now all of a sudden getting the funding to continue living life and to do things. How can it not be looked at that way? It has to be. And that's what I think a lot of people were trying to get people to wrap their heads around this. So let's, I'll start with Vig here. Let's so pretend for a second, us three esteemed gentlemen, we're running, we have now complete control of the police departments. What do we do to change the situation? I, I think we look first off at just the way those, these guys are coming up, the, you know, they're coming up through the academy and what they're going through to be trained to deal with certain aspects of being on the street and being on the beat because, I mean, it's got to, it's got to at least start from there from an organization point of view. And then I, I don't know. I don't know. What, what do we do as far as this? Like you were saying, this whole psychological thing, like they know they can get away with it. So the body cam thing will work for a while because they forget that Virginia there with that, with that Lieutenant, they forgot that shit was around them. It's so new to them. So once they get hip, like they'll learn, they'll learn to get around it, I guess. But I guess just to make just to make my answer a little short, it would have to start with the way we're bringing these guys up and men and women up in the academy. And it does seem to be a problem. Well, obviously, with yeah, it does. It seems to be it seems to be a, a male female thing, uh, or you know, it doesn't. We're not training these people right. Yeah, I think yep. there's that's definitely one part, of, and they're not training them right. But we're also not being they're not being vetted. And they're not being paid right. So they're to, to complete scumbags. And that was half the South Plainfield Police Department that I grew up in. I'm talking about guys that were selling me drugs, also pulling people over two years later. Seriously. Selling me MDMA. So that's a shoot. That happened. And you got to take the scumbags out of the police force. You got to take the people who are in it for the wrong reasons. It has to start with a why. Your why has to be literally to protect and serve and to, and just have justice in the world. It need, you need and then and you need to pay them like that. Right now, it's we'll take anybody who has a connection. Doesn't matter how stupid they are. Doesn't matter how ignorant they are. Doesn't matter what their personality pro profile is. Fuck it. You know, Uncle John, Uncle Georgie was a sergeant in fucking Matawan, New Jersey. Yeah, sure, you're in. You can't have pieces of shit policing us because that's what happens. And then these pieces or people who frankly don't have what it takes inside that choke because they see a black man or a 13 year old Spanish kid. Let me let me let me touch on that on that part. I, I agree. We got to start with with the training. We, But I think we have to look all the way back into these candidates. Like, I want to know your high school background. I want to, like, I, I honestly, and I hope I don't take too much time, you guys. Um, I have, this is something that I've actually thought about. I've actually thought of this. You know what I mean? Like, how? I'm not one of those people who just complain and don't think of solutions. So I've, this is something I've actually thought of. You, you do start with the training. 
You start with how they're trained to deal with people, not so much the laws. You start with how they're trained to deal with people. You go back to you look at you, you look at their Facebook since now we got Facebook, whatever, Twitters, and you look at the things that they post. You don't wait till they've done something to do this. You do this ahead of time. You see what type of people you are accepting in. That's number one. Number two is you don't assign well, number number two, you pay them more. You do pay them more because they are soldiers on on homeland. You know what I mean? So they do have to, they do risk their lives in certain situations. So you do pay them more. They shouldn't be paid like a normal person. Like they shouldn't feel like they have to do outside shit and do outside jobs as a police officer to take care of their family. So you do pay them more. You give them a, and we got the money to do it. So that's not a problem. We tax everything in the fucking world. So pay them more. The next thing is you do not, if you are from South Plainfield, you should not be an officer in Newark. That's not your community. You have no reason to want to protect anyone from Newark outside of, I just want to protect people. But that's not a good enough reason. You've never had relations with these people. You don't know how they act, how they move. It's a different type of people than what you're, what you're used to. So what I'm saying is you don't put a person who may be scared of a group of black guys in a city to protect a group of black guys. It's just not going to work. You stop putting people who are scared to be in certain areas in certain areas. Like, if you're from here, okay, we have a police need here. So you're going to work here. This is where you're from. This is your community. This way, we want people to know you. You know these people. They know you. You grew up here. Why wouldn't you want to protect here? Why do you want to go here? Why? why? Explain to me why, and maybe we can overlook that fact, and we can... But another thing is, I think the community should have more say in who gets hired into their community. You should have to go through a community board to get a policing job within a certain community. You, they should have a board that asks you questions that figures out what type of, like, you should have a relation with the people that you have to protect in order to properly protect them. So passing the bar. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, and then you have to relinquish some of that power and some of that military attitude. No, you can't pull a person over and take, if you get, if you pull me over for speed and write me a speed and ticket and let me fucking go, yeah. Yes, run my name. If I'm not if I'm not wanted, if I have a warrant for another traffic ticket or for possession of marijuana, you inform me of that and you let me go. If I'm walking down the street, I don't give a fuck what neighborhood I'm in. You should not have the right to stop me and say I'm looking suspicious. You shouldn't. I should not go to jail because you catch me with some weed. Write me a ticket and let me go. If I don't pay that ticket, I have a warrant. I, re- I lose the driving privilege, whatever. But you have these, like they keep saying, these uh, misdemeanor, nonviolent, bullshit crimes. Like, let's stop bothering people about them. Stop ha- giving these people the power to bother people about bullshit. Yeah. Police can pull me over because I, I got pulled over one time. Failure to maintain speed. I told them, yeah, because you got behind me and you made me nervous, so I slowed the fuck down. I didn't know if I was doing something right or wrong. 
But I got pulled over, and that was his excuse for pulling me over. Failure to maintain speed. <laughs> That's a thing? That's a what? I got pulled over. Failure to turn your signal on within a thousand feet of the turn. How the fuck do you know that? But take, like, you shouldn't have the right to harass people because you feel like it. Absolutely. Even if I have a punk ass warrant. Even if you get behind me, you're on my place. Oh, he's driving on a suspended license. Is he committing a crime right now? Besides that, like, is he doing anything? Is he speeding? Leave that man the fuck alone. Yeah, that's the thing. And I mean, look at Eric Garner. I mean, that's, we're going back a little ways. He was just selling Lucy cigarettes and he got choked out and got killed. Leave that man alone. Tell him to move. Write him a ticket and leave him the fuck alone. It's nothing. It's not something to even have a confrontation about. Yeah. But that goes back to knowing how to deal with people. Because trust and believe if the cop would have came up to him and he knew how he out here just trying to feed his family. I got a relation with this neighborhood. I know how how these people. Hey, bro, you can't do this right here. They complaining. Move around. Not wait. Let me see your ID. What's your name? What you doing out here? Hey, bro, you just need to move around. Just go ahead. Just go from right here. It's as simple as that. Why you gotta ask for his ID? Why does that matter? Why do you have to even approach him with any authority? Because you have it. But if you take it from a person and you don't have it, now you have to approach him with some respect. Because you'll get hit, and, and this is the last thing, is you have to hold them. Once a, once a police officer commits a crime, you have to hold him to the same standard as you would a normal civilian. Period. There is no investigation until, and then we make a decision, no. He's arrested and treated like a civilian until you do your investigation and you find out otherwise. Just like I'm guilty until proven innocent, police are guilty until proven innocent. Start holding them accountable from the jump. Along with some of them other things, I guarantee you see a change in the way the police act. Because like I said, if once you can't act with authority, you have to come, you have to lead with respect. Because I can't lead with authority. Right now, the police can lead with authority and demand your respect. And if you don't give it to them, it's a problem. But you take away some of that authority, they have to lead with respect and earn your respect just like you got to earn, like you got to earn that and how you handle the situation. But it can be done. It's just that people don't want, don't want to do it. Well, well, there's a lot of people making cozy, cozy paychecks right now, not really p paying the price that most cops are, that have no right to be carrying a badge. And we're talking tens of thousands of Americans that don't want to lose their job because they know they're scumbags. Right. Right. And and they don't want to lose their job. And they will, they're going to protect each other. They're going to they're gonna cover for each other. They're going to do whatever. Because, and, and, and the thing with the protecting each other is, we all got dirt on each other. Police are nothing but a gang. Yeah. Like, you got to understand how gangs work. Like, you're nothing but a gang. And in order, like I say, every club you have the initiation. But when you're part of a gang, I got dirt on you just... If the person yeah. you see that I ain't got your back like I told you I would, you might say some shit on me just to get yourself off a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> So trust, 
Chauvin, Chauvin got dirt on a lot of motherfuckers. He been in too long. He done been in too many incidents. Then got off with too much shit prior to this. Yeah. If you check his history. Yeah. Yeah. He had. You know what I mean? He so, it's like, strip club, you know. <laughs> he, he official. He official part of the game. He OG over there. So. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta do something for they boy. Need Jack McCoy, and that's the other thing. That's the last thing probably we need. Do everything that we just said, but then throw Jack McCoy prosecuting every fucking cop. I think that would be great. I'm watching a lot of Law and Order lately. That's why I said that. Yeah. <laughs> well, just put me up there. Oh, that <laughs> would be oh, golden. <laughs> put me up there. Everybody going to jail. Fuck that. Well, this was a this was a great time, man. We got Kyle Capone coming back, and we'll have you back on again, man. This was great, Vig. What do you got, my friend? Uh, just another good one, and and we really need to have more of these. For you know, I think it, I, I've been looking past to some of these episodes. Like uh, with, with Kyle, this has gotten some of the more the more more listened to podcasts out of ours. So that's good, and I, I just think we need to keep this dialogue going. And as, as we go through this, because I still say it gets worse before it gets better. Who knows what's going to happen in Minneapolis over these next couple of days. But uh, just so we can be able to come talk about this. I mean, I, I, I think that people who listen to this and then just even us will, will will take from this and be able to go on and just identify what, what we got going on here and the problems we that are going on. Because uh, this just isn't going to go away anytime soon. Yeah, Kyle. Thank you. Got anything else for us, Kyle? Thank you so much, man. And... Uh... Yeah, take care of yourself. Oh, man, you guys too, man. Always a good time. I always enjoy coming. Invite me back. I love talking, so I have no problem with running my mouth with you guys. <laughs> hopefully, we, hopefully we're going to talk about some good things and they can make children. But if not, we can talk about the outcome of that. So, oh, definitely. We'll, we'll have you back on. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to 40-something podcast, guys. Much love to everybody. And we will talk to you guys next time.